0: Good day to you everyone. My name is E, and welcome to my podcast, Learning is Fun. This is where you will find different discussion about education and everything related to it that can be technology, parenting, teaching approaches, or anything that makes learning fun. So today, our first episode will look at an important topic, which is technology and early childhood learning education. Do you still remember the COVID-19, the period of time when everything had been through a huge change? All the education format had to switch from in-person learning to online. Following that, there were also a ton of concern about how we can use technology in class, how the student can achieve good results from learning on Zoom, or other virtual approaches. Actually, there were a lot of research articles working on it, but most of them focused on high school or college students. So our question is, what about early childhood education? How did COVID-19 impact on those super young kids? With that being said, in this podcast, we will discuss the relation between technology and early childhood learning, which mostly concentrates on children with disability and without disability. To be specific, we will analyze a research article that was conducted in 2021 with 1107 participants, and that's a huge number. So, throughout this article, we will find the pattern and what we can do from it. So, are you ready? Let's go. First of all, let's take a look at this research article. So this article was called Shifting to Remote Learning During COVID-19. Differences for Early Childhood and Early Childhood Special Education Teachers. With a combination of quantitative and qualitative methods, the scholar found out that during the pandemic, there were many struggles that the teacher had been facing up with with a huge number of participants, which I mentioned before, 1107 teachers. Yes, and there among of them, there were 907 early childhood education teachers and 160 early childhood special education teachers. So after doing the the research, the result that they had was really interesting. So... This result reflected that both types of teachers spending more time communicating with families than instructing with the kids. Wow. So the reason behind it was mostly from the challenges that the teachers had. Those challenges are related to family connection, technological issues, lack of administrative support, and emotional toll. About these issues, we can think of it like this. So when the COVID-19 happened, it was so unexpected. No one knew what to do. And the same went with the educators, right? So I still remember that when the COVID-19 occurred, I was a freshman for the college. So if for... The young kid in the early childhood stage so that is like my first stage in the college life so that is the same for them which is like they are in the first stage of development I am in the first stage of a college life and the environment is changing because like for a long time ago we have been so familiar with like Traditional method where interpersonal environment, hands on learning, and everything. So, like when we switch from online learning without any preparation, I'm sure that both teachers and students had a lot of hurdles to overcome. Right? There's so a lot of confusions going on. So this is also what was expressed in this research article. The teacher had to spend more time figuring out which ways to, can engage the student and also to communicate with families. Therefore, the time that they had for giving the instruction in the class was not as sufficient as before. And also, furthermore, it takes the teacher that take care of disabled student much more time than the other to prepare for the class. There is a teacher, um, so, she, she, um, so they teach um, disabled st- student, so they express that they work with students whose parents are also disabled. So the way to communicate with them online was really tough. And the teachers also mentioned that using the screen too much is not helpful for disabled students. And going on with that, the administration did not have a clear guidance for the teachers. So both parties felt that they were out of place, right? Like no one knew what to do. We're out of place, and also with the students. However, the research found out that activities like singing songs and reading books contributed high percentages in both types of profession, and the students engaged in these activities a lot. So we can see that from those uh, that can be a good sign for us because we can design a technological platform for future education based on which activities that the children like. So all in all. We can see that this research article tells a lot about the challenges during online learning and which forms of activity can benefit students during that tough period. So with that information from that research article, our main question is, what can we do? What can we do? And what is it meaning? What does it mean to know about that? So actually, there's a lot of things that we can do. And a lot of things that we can think of it. First of all, in the research article, they mentioned that um, the teacher had a huge, like, had a lot of difficulties to communicate with the families because mostly the techno- technological issue, like the internet connection. So it is a need for us to come up with a better programs for maybe an app, for communicating with the parents, with the families. So we can have some apps that have a more stable uh, internet connection and more settings, more tools for the disabled parents and disabled student to do with. So like they can communicate through voices or they can communicate through body languages and a lot of different way. Um, So like we can have different forms of communication that they can do to connect with the school, with the teacher, and with like with everything relate to their kid, um, education. And also, um, there are also some, um, language barriers coming up because there's some stu- some teachers saying that, um, the student, uh, they have, um, so their parents do not have English fluency. And they'd really need an interpreter because like sometimes I would say Google Translate is not an optimal way to translate languages because it just translate word by word but not like the, the whole meanings of the sentences. So sometimes it can mislead a lot of people with languages. Therefore, um here is one of the suggestions that I can think of. Uh, so we can create an app, uh and in that app, uh, we can have like some different like um, virtual interpreters, so, like someone who actually knows the languages. So um, once you communicate and you, for example, if the parents is from other countries and they, it's like they immigrate from other countries and they know other languages, not English and the teachers can have that app open and also with the parents as well. And then they will choose the languages and also there will be a virtual interpreter um, popping up and they can do the translation uh, between uh, both party, so that the communication will flow easier and smoother. Uh, that is some of the suggestions that I can sync up. The second one is about um, the traditional method and the modern approach and education. So I would say that COVID-19 it seems to be ended uh, but there are a lot of things that we can take lessons from it, especially designing a classroom. So I know that um, early childhood uh, education is for a super young kid but It is also necessary for them to be engaged with technology because it can help them to build more skill in the future um so we can design a classroom where we have a combination between traditional and the modern approaches it is not like too traditional or too technological it's not like extreme but it's about a combination so we can apply some of the ideas of Lev Vygotsky, the person who come up with this theory of social development. So in that, we can see a a children, right? So who they interact with, who they communicate with, what environment did they immerse in it, contributes a lot in their development, in a social development. And when the te- when. The children have a chance to be exposed to technology like healthily, like in a healthy way as a young kid at at a young age. Like we can do some like singing songs or writing books, which is like some activity that from the research article show that really popular, really attractive for the kid uh we can use those and yeah and the the kid can take that as like a basic step to move forward and even though using too much screen is not helpful for uh the disabled student as some teachers mentioned in in the piece uh, we can see that we can do like a hybrid um style learning style for the disabled student uh, So like we can have some apps that have like the visual aspect when they can do a lot of things online uh, with the help of the teachers and the parents and they can do it together. They might sing a song together or they might create a song online by their own or doing some books. They can create a stories or reading a book together. Those activities can do online but they can still connect in person, right? So, in a nutshell, um, this is what uh, I really want to impart in this podcast. Uh, we can see that this research article shows a lot of things about the COVID-19 and the early childhood education. Early childhood education is really important to take an eye on because they are super young and they are like a initial seed uh, that we can grow that they can bloom uh in the future like beautifully right uh so i would say that the research article helps us a lot in determining which decision which design which approach that we can do to improve um, the child the children's development in the future and with some suggestion that i have uh, for example like the better apps, the better communication tools, which are like concerns about um which cares for about disabled parents, disabled students and also like for a uh, family whose English is not their mother tongue. I think like with all those concerns we can build a more uh effective uh tools te- technological tools for um the education in the future and yes and thank you um after all thank you everyone for uh giving some time to listen to this podcast and as our title learning is fun learning is so fun knowing something is so fun and i was also hope that you have fun to hear this podcast and I wish you all the best. And education is always be there. It is our future. And it is always a need to uh, have a closer look on each part, each aspect of education. And thank you for everyone. And I wish you all the best. Have a great day.